welcome to another episode of the Plant Remedy Podcast. As always, it's Bailey, your host, and I'm so happy to be here, as I always am. This is such a great way for me to be able to communicate with you guys um, other than social media, and it just feels nice to have a very unedited, raw place to talk about things that matter to me and that matter to the community and that are going on in the world. So I appreciate you for being here. And yeah, let's just take a second to get settled into the next however long this podcast goes for and kind of just take a deep breath and just settle. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now and I... I'm definitely feeling all the things, you know, there's so many posts out there, like contradicting posts out there on social media being like, oh, you should write the next best-selling novel, you should learn, you should learn a new language, you should deep clean your house, go through your clothes, blah, blah, blah. And then there's also a lot of posts out there talking about, um, don't feel pressured, don't do anything, you can just relax, blah, blah, blah. And I think that the both both of those things in this case are very true. Like me personally, like I've been feeling it all right now. Um, I have days where I feel so productive and then I have days where I don't want to do shit. And I think there's room right now in this space for you to learn a new language and get some hella relaxing time in. I think that if you have, you know, the space right now to be relaxed, if you don't have kids, if you're not working, um, this is a good time to do it. You know, at some point we're going to be looking back and being like, oh, remember when we had all that time. So whatever you want to do to use your time, I think that that's, that's awesome. And I don't think it's necessarily imperative for you to put yourself into a box by being like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, or I'm not going to do this, this, and this because of some influencer or something that you read online because you think that, you know, they're doing it the right way. Um, It's okay to feel everything. It's okay to feel sad and angry and at the same time feel really grateful and happy for what you do have in your life. There are so many people who are suffering right now um, in so many ways between people who are currently sick with the virus, people who are sick with other things, who are afraid of getting the virus, that has its own anxiety on top of it, to the healthcare workers, to the grocery store clerks, to the UPS trucks, like, oh my God, thank God for the UPS and the USPS because they are such a lifesaver right now when we can't really do anything and we're shopping online for a lot of things. So um, yeah, there's so many things going on and there's so many people doing so many things. And um, if you do have that time to relax right now, um, just take advantage of it, you know, be grateful for that time. And like me, I feel, I feel like I'm active more than ever. So Steve, uh, fractured his foot in in three places like two weeks ago and um it's it's definitely been a an adjustment for us um I am still working full-time and he's unfortunately not working right now um because he works in the hospitality industry and so um his the place that he works is just closed so there's not much of an option there and so um it's been a lot for me to juggle and I've definitely been feeling all the feelings when it comes to um my day-to-day like you know I, I have anxiety I swear to god every time I open my news app I have anxiety just because I hate the way that these articles are written I don't like the way 
um, that the news and media is really like approaching this because I think it's causing like so much more anxiety. Um, but I think that's a topic for another podcast. Um, but yeah, so what I'm trying to say is just I'm feeling all the things too. And I'm, I feel more busy, honestly, than I ever have. And not busy in a way where before I felt like I was filling my days with busyness to feel really productive because as, you know, a small business owner, um, you know, you want to feel productive. You don't want to feel lazy. You want to accomplish things. You know, I think there's a lot of self-validation when you're getting things checked off your to-do list. And sometimes that's just busyness for the sake of busyness. But now I feel that I'm busy because I'm so filled with purpose, um, even more so than before. And I think this whole situation is really like highlighting for me how much I want to help people heal. Um, and this has definitely been getting stronger and stronger the more deep I've gone into my own healing journey. But the more that I've just been seeing the news and um, just the fear in people um, has really like brought a lot of things to perspective for me. And I've definitely gone through like every stage of like grief and emotion. Um, and now I feel like I've come back through the other end feeling just like really confident in what I know, feeling really confident in like my own education and feeling confident in um, the fact that as a community and as a collective consciousness right now, we have a huge chance to shift. Like right now we have a huge chance to change and shift and evolve and um, it's fueling my whole body with purpose. And so before I get into what I really want to talk about in this podcast, if you're feeling really lost right now or, you know, you're sick of watching Netflix or you're sick of scrolling on your phone, I think it's really important to think about, you know, what you want the future to look like. So whether it's, and of course, try to come from the most amazing, you know, humble humanitarian place as possible. But like, how do you want the future to look and how can you um, contribute to that? Right. So I think there's so many things that can cause humanity so much joy between, you know, music and art and food and culture. And um, yeah, there's so many things that, you know, if you have this side little passion or if you've always had this little dream of, of starting a blog or writing a book or, um, I don't know, learning a new hobby, learning how to grow your own food, garden, like anything like that, like just, just go do it. You know, you don't need to be an expert. You don't even need to know what the fuck you're doing at all. (laughs) Like just go try. And I think you'll, you'll find it being like such a freeing thing. Like even if, you know, and it's kind of going back to that thing where it's like, even if you set out, you're like, okay, I've always wanted to write a book. Maybe I'll try. And you start writing the book and you're like, okay, this isn't for me. Like I'm not an author. I don't want to write a book right now. Like that's cool. But you know that you like checked that box off your list and you're like, I tried that. It's not my thing. Let's try the next thing. And I think that if we can all really focus on or at least spend some time focusing on how we want to build up humanity and how we want to make a difference, when this is all over, that's still going to be in the forefront of our minds. Rather than just like vegging out on Netflix, you know, fueling our anxiety, fueling our depression, um, you know, scrolling on social media, I think 
I think the social media scroll can be filled with a lot of comparison trap. It can be filled with, I mean, I have comparison trap. I'll look at people and I'll be like, fuck, like I need to get my brand to this level. Like, what do they do? Like, how do I get to this point? Um, rather than just like taking a step back and being like, okay, like I've worked my ass off to build the platform that I have and I'm just going to run with, run with what I have right now rather than feeling comparison trapped into the whole thing. Because I definitely am totally guilty in saying that like I compare myself to others too. And this is something that I've noticed. So um, I would love to hear like what you've been wanting to do and uh, what's always been in the back of your mind. And of course, all these things are starting within ourselves. Like it's not bucket list stuff like, oh, I've always wanted to travel to Thailand or I've always wanted to, you know, it's it's stuff that's within. So something that you've always wanted the time to do, or maybe it's some sort of energy change that you've wanted to see happen within your family or an energy change that you've wanted in your relationship or or maybe it's just a daily habit thing like maybe like for me personally like my ideal daily habit change is to wake up and not reach for my phone and because I work for myself I work at home it's been a big habit where I'll just kind of sleep in a little and then I'll get on my phone and I'll check my email just to make sure there's like nobody I need to respond to right away but then I get kind of stuck in the trap of like being on my social media and like blah 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 and before you know it 45 minutes go by I haven't even had my matcha yet I haven't had my juice yet and I'm already have a headache from like consuming 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 so for me it's like okay how can I be more mindful just being within myself being within my health being within my house um and that's something kind of leading into what I want to talk about. So I've been getting really, really fired up. <laughs> like when I say fired up, I mean like every one of my friends that I call on the phone, we end up talking about this and I just get so not heated. Heated's not the right word, but I just feel really passionate about just my perspective on what's kind of going on when it comes to the media and like what we're led to believe and how um, right now it's kind of like a sit and wait for a vaccine kind of situation. And the thing that's really upsetting is, you know, there's not a lot of mainstream media talking about um, getting healthy. You know, like we live in a fast food culture. We live in a culture with tons of food deserts. We live in a culture where low income areas don't have access to fresh food. We live in a culture where, um, you know, like eating tons of meat is looked at as like a great thing. Like if you look at the keto diet um, and, you know, when we're looking at how the politicians and how the media is talking about this pandemic right now, it's a lot of stay inside, wash your hands, don't go near people, and this is not going to get relieved until we find a vaccine. And basically, you're being called to just sit and do nothing. And I just think it's bullshit. Like, I think that, you know, it's okay. I think that it's necessary to wash your hands, you know, social distance from people, you know, for the safety, you know, all those things I think is great. But at the same time, it really frustrates me that as a mass consciousness, as a mass like media outlet, like why are we not educating people on healing their bodies from the inside out, right? So let's say you have type 2 diabetes or you have a really weakened immune system or you're addicted to fast food and sugar and you know that you get sick all the time really easily. You know, you have an opportunity right now to really check yourself and to really look at how 
you've been living your life to lead you to this point and to give yourself an opportunity to majorly, majorly overhaul and change your habits. Like now is the time. (laughs) And I am just frustrated because when we look on CNN or CNBC or whatever, it's just a lot of stuff of just like death tolls, this, that, and the other, but there's not a lot of motivation to be like, hey, like make sure you buy fruits and vegetables right now. You know, like why aren't we subsidizing fruits and vegetables? Why why is there a bigger news story on the fact that there's a meat shortage than there is on um, making sure that people are eating fruits and vegetables, making sure that people are drinking enough water, right? Making sure that people are getting sunlight, like even if they're opening their windows, getting sun, like these are all things that we need to talk about, not toilet paper and meat shortages. Like that's just going to cause more anxiety, more fear, which then, you know, anxiety and stress depletes your immune system by 50%. And it's just, it's not the best way to necessarily take care of our society as a collective. And I know that I'm a very privileged person. I have the availability and to, you know, go out and buy fresh fruits and vegetables. And I'm just wondering why there isn't more help from the government to get people healthier. Because I think that, you know, if we were healthier as a collective, this virus, especially in this country, wouldn't be as deadly as it is. Um, That's just my opinion. And I really just want to help people get their power back. You know, I was looking at statistics um, on like obesity rates and, you know, people with chronic lung conditions and things like that. I mean, this one statistic that I was reading is, you know, 60% of anyone that is, you know, hospitalized in critical condition from the coronavirus from the ages of like 18 to 50 are obese. And um, this is something that like we can tackle. And I'm not necessarily blaming the consumer or the person. Um, I think it's more of a societal issue where there's there's no education in our schools about eating fruits and vegetables or growing your own food. Um, there's no education on cooking and how to cook and make things taste good. You know, I think the the overall general population thinks of vegan food or healthy food or even just, you know, cutting out meat as like a huge sacrifice. And that's why, you know, there's a quote unquote meat shortage and people are freaking out, <laughs> like freaking out. And um I'm happy there's a meat shortage. I think that this is a super amazing opportunity to learn how to eat fruits and vegetables and like them and learn about grains and legumes and nuts and seeds and learn about flavor building and all these things like it's really easy to get flavor from butter and pork belly, but you can also get amazing flavor from different kinds of salt and herbs and olive oil and citrus. And like, there's just so many ways that you can get flavor and it doesn't necessarily have to come from bacon fat or it doesn't necessarily have to come from a whole stick of butter, you know, like these things, um, it's very easy to substitute, but I think the problem is, is that there's not a lot of education around it. So If you've been, you know, wanting to eat more plants or you've been wanting to go healthy, but you've tried every fad diet and it's not sticking or whatever, um, I think that now's the time to really kind of like take a look at, you know, what is happening within yourself and why it's not sticking. Um, First of all, fad diets don't work. (laughs) Like 
at all. Like keto, paleo, Atkins, um, even committing to intermittent fasting every single day for the rest of your life. Like all this shit doesn't work. The reason why I love a plant-based diet is because it's not restrictive. Um, I literally eat so much food. I'd never restrict myself. And it's more of a lifestyle because it's based on ethics more than anything. It's based on um, a belief system that, you know, you just want to treat animals better and you want to treat the environment better. And through those things, you're also treating yourself better, you know, like you're, you're finding a way to consume so many vitamins and minerals and fiber, like just so much good stuff all the time. And that's why plant-based sticks and that's why it works. And even plant focused, you know, um, and I've really noticed that, you know, a lot of people, especially working with clients, like, Let's look at keto, for instance, keto, keto, I don't know, depending on the day I say it one way or the other. But when you look at keto, you know, you're basically stripping away grains, uh, you're stripping away fruit, you're stripping away so much stuff. I think like keto compared to someone who's like eating fast food and drinking soda and like doing that kind of stuff all the time is a better alternative than like filling your body with processed food. Um, but it doesn't last and it's not good for you to last, you know, talk about like clogging your arteries, talk about like majorly increasing your chances for heart disease and type two diabetes and all these things like keto was never something that was supposed to be something that you just do forever. Like that's not why it was invented. And I don't really understand why it's become so actually that's not true. I totally understand why it's become so popular because it's really easy to lose weight. But the problem is, is you just, you gain the weight right back with keto um, when you go back to eating normally. And I guess my point of talking about all of this is when I see my clients finally come to me, like I have a client that comes to me and, you know, recently this happened too. I had a client come to me and she, she was doing keto and she just felt like shit. And she just was struggling with anxiety and depression and wasn't feeling good. And like her symptoms from her underlying medical condition were just getting so much worse and um, the problem is, though, is that when you're looking at a fad diet for just the reason of losing weight, it's not going to work long term because that's not a big why. I mean, even when we're looking at like superficial reasons of doing something or eating something um, long term, it's just not going to benefit you. Even even physiologically on the short term, it's not going to it's not going to benefit you when it's only for superficial reasons superficial reasons and superficial reasons I'm talking about like taste craving flavor losing weight um maybe just like clearing up your skin you know like doing um water fasting if you're not ready for it or things like that like or like you know working out so much and then doing a cleanse or um and if your main reason is to lose weight instead of to feel better and to have more energy and to live longer and to have better digestion, right? Like when your main goal is superficial reasonings, it won't work. It just won't. <laughs> and it won't stick. And you're going to be really freaking frustrated with yourself in the long term. You know, I've asked a lot of people like who are on keto, who like really love it. And they're like, oh my God, I've lost like 30 pounds. I'm like, okay, well, how do you feel though? And most of the time it's like super lethargic, tired all the time, drinking coffee, um, kind of bloated a little bit, but yeah, you're losing weight, you know? Um, and I just like, as a society, I want to get around to that. I think that 
You know, it's so much more important to focus on how we feel. It's so much more important to focus on how we feel when we wake up first thing in the morning. If we have energy, if we're excited, if we don't have huge bags under our eyes, um, rather than uh, how we look in the mirror, right? How many of us wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is look at our stomachs? And I'm totally, totally guilty of that. But it's just something that during this quarantine, I think it's such a good time to figure out why. Like, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Like, is it because convenience? Is it because I was raised this way? Is it because I don't know anything else? Is it because I've never been educated on anything else? Um, And now when I'm looking at all the meat shortages and the fact that like all of these major, major meat producing, meat producing, I hate that word, my God, um, raising animal, I don't even know how to say it in a way that's not fucked up. Um, These meat producing companies are, you know, laying people off. These animals are now that had terrible conditions are now having worse conditions because there's not enough money to feed them. They're being left behind. Um, You know, they're feeding animals to other animals. It's just like insane. It's insanity. And, you know, for me, like the thing that keeps me plant-based other than, you know, it saved my life. It, it got me out of chronic pain. I like got me out of chronic inflammation. Like it saved my life. Other than that, the thing that keeps me going is like, it's, I have so much respect for a, this planet and all the animals that live on it. And if you eat meat right now, I'm not, I'm not telling you this to make you feel like shit about yourself. I just am trying to start a conversation about, you know, why, like, why do you eat it? Like for me, I had a really hard time giving up meat because I paid $80,000 for my culinary school degree, $80,000. That doesn't include like all the interests and like everything else. And, you know, I'm a French trained chef, which means that my entire culinary school life was making um, croissants and cakes and pastries and duck confit and veal and um, just like literally everything under the sun that you can think of in that way. Like that's what I was cooking. And it was part of my identity. You know, it's like you, you're not a good cook until you can like cook meat perfectly, right? You don't belong in this world unless you can like slave for 16 hours and like, you know, out, out cook and outwork everyone else. And you can be the fast and the best and like all this shit. And like, that was really, really hard for me to let go of because, you know, there, there's a part of me that's loves the earth that loves every dog I've ever had so much that like appreciates the sounds of birds singing and then you know is a yogi like going on retreats like preaching positivity and happiness and then there's this other there was this other part of me that was eating meat and you know for a long time I didn't even think about it I would be like oh it's fine because it's like grass-fed and it's organic and it's local and like you know all this bullshit that I would feed to myself Um, to make myself feel better about it. And then finally, you know, when, when push came to shove and like I was in the worst possible health of my life, I was, couldn't work. I was in pain. I was throwing up from pain. My endometriosis had gotten so out of control. I had like a cyst burst, a UTI got rejected into my stomach, like all this crazy stuff happened. And um, I had this 
insane like awakening that was like wow like food is the one thing that's causing me to be the most sick and it's also the one thing that's gonna heal my body like it's gonna work and we just I don't know we woke up one day and we're like all right we're gonna do it we're gonna go fully plant-based and uh of course at first it's weird it's it's hard and you're you're convincing everyone around you and your friends are making fun of you because they don't understand it and your family doesn't understand when you go visit them and there's all these like little obstacles that you have to go through when you first when you first go plant-based because as a society it's just not fucking accepted which is absolutely ridiculous but then I started to just educate myself and figure out you know figure out why like it was more of my intuition that started this and then I started to really educate myself and and I really started to learn about you know the the meat industry and and how horrible it is and and how I think it's really sad that as a society we teach our children to be loving and compassionate but at the same time we serve them plates of murdered animals and I never talk about this kind of stuff because I know it's it's controversial and I try to keep it really positive and really light. Um, but that's just the reality. Like eating meat is not a compassionate way to live. And you're just contributing to so much awful, horrific bullshit when you eat meat. And um, it's so hard to get past too because it's everywhere, you know, like... How many times have I gone to a restaurant? There's literally nothing for me to eat, you know, and I get it. Like, I get the struggle. I get that it's hard. I get that listening to something like this is really uncomfortable. Um, But even I'm getting like hot right now talking about it. But it's just like I'm so passionate about it. And then when we talk about like meat and dairy and processed foods and all these things, like we're really looking at like a general health crisis that's happening within our country like there's a reason why it's acceptable to you know go get mcdonald's through the drive-thru and nobody bats an eyelash but the second you say you're vegan people are like what (laughs) you know like why is that why is that um so normal for there to be such a massive health crisis in this country, even pre-pandemic. Like, why? What's happening here? Like, what is going on between, like, our politicians and the food systems and big pharma, you know? Like, even before I went plant-based, way before when I started my health journey, like, six years ago, I did tons of research, and I was like, it's really interesting how, you know, when you look at big pharma and, like, these big, you know, meatpacking companies and, you know, whatever politicians are being fed money through these these things, you look at, wow, they really don't make money when we're healthy. And if you think about it, it is all money. And they don't make money when we're when we're dead. So you gotta be kind of like in between those two, which is sick. And so many of us are sick. And I just I think we can do better. <laughs> I think that we can really look at ourselves and you know, change is never easy. Change is never um Change is never something that we want to do voluntarily, but I think that it's so necessary for the health of our environment. You know, it's so necessary for the health of the beings that live on our our planet and our environment. Like, you know, the way that we respect animals is also the way that we respect our neighbor, is also the way that we respect our ocean, is also the way that, you know, we we respect everything. Like it it's like once you start to look at the whole the whole earth as one thing, you start to kind of 
change your mindset and, um, and everything else changes. Like I'll tell you that, you know, me going plant-based has been the biggest soul spiritual change that I've ever gone through in my life. Not only am I more compassionate towards animals and the environment, and I'm like very conscious of how much plastic I'm using and things like that, but I also have so much more compassion for myself. And I've learned to like really listen to my body and listen to myself. And um, I think that as a society, if we can all have more compassion for ourselves and our neighbors and animals and and our environment, like we can come out of this pandemic with an entire new world, like an entire new way of living, right? Like, like how badly do you want to just go hug your neighbor right now? But you can't. And I think, you know, the thing that you can do right now to be compassionate towards your neighbor and towards other people and to the environment and to the future generations is to stop eating meat and dairy. <laughs> like, just that's it. So I know that it's harder than just saying it. I know that it takes a conscious effort every single day, every single time you eat, every single time you go grocery shopping, every single time you talk to somebody about food. If your spouse isn't on board, that's a whole nother obstacle to get through. But I just wanted to offer some, um, some assistance if you know you need assistance going plant-based or you know someone who does so I wanted to offer some things that I always tell my clients when they're starting this journey so the first thing is to uh, start with one meal a day so and it might seem overwhelming you might be hearing me talk and I don't like I said like we just have to we have to meet you where you're at and you have to start from here you can't go back you can't go forward you just have to start today so um, if you start with one meal a day, then that's easy. You can just maybe today is breakfast and then tomorrow you have a plant-based dinner and it becomes a little bit easier to compartmentalize in your brain. Like, okay, I'm just going to have one meal a day. And since there's a meat shortage right now, this is the perfect opportunity to really try new things. It's a perfect opportunity to learn how to use lentils instead of chicken. Um, perfect opportunity to, instead of when you, let's say you make a sandwich every single day for lunch, like maybe you grill up some portobello mushrooms or you put tempeh inside of it instead. Um, so yeah, start with one meal a day and then go from there. And then, you know, after a month, start with two meals a day or maybe three times a week, you're totally plant-based for three times a week. And then slowly, eventually, you'll actually really, really start to see and notice how you feel differently. Um, I will say that when you start eating plant-based, like for a whole day, you're going to notice you're going to eat more food, which is awesome because meat in itself is such a calorie dense food that um, you're just going to want to be eating more. But that means your digestion is working better. Everything is kind of flowing out of you. You're having an easier time just in general digesting and that's something that I had a lot of di digestive issues when I ate a lot of meat and uh, when I went plant-based it was like not even a problem um so yeah and then with that starting with one meal a day like something that is in my uh the remedy my online program um, which is all about how to transition to plant-based from like a cooking perspective um, the one thing that you should always start with is a food diary 
So I know it sounds kind of silly and maybe a little bit tedious, but if you start right now by writing down everything you're eating and then a couple hours later or maybe 30 minutes later, checking in, taking a deep breath, closing your eyes and being like, okay, how is this making me feel? Right? Like, how does this make me feel right now? That's like the best way to see like how food is actually making you feel because it's really easy to get tricked when you're getting these like pleasure hits from eating cheese or something really sugary at the time. You're like, oh, this is so good. But then if you wait like 30 minutes or two hours, you're like, whoa, I feel like shit. I'm so tired. I'm bloated. Like it's just interesting to see. So I I challenge you to start a food diary um, because that's the best way to see. I mean, even if you are plant-based and let's say you are having digestive issues or you're bloated all the time like I just do a food diary and you'll easily be able to pinpoint what's causing you to have issues um so the second thing is to make your goal to have a majority of your calories from plant foods so let's say you're still eating meat you're not ready to give it up or meat and dairy um try to instead of let's say eating a whole chicken breast you have a quarter of a chicken breast and then supplement the rest with quinoa and then do it from there. And then another thing is to try to eat like the whole rainbow um, throughout the day, full food. So get your reds, your greens, your blues, um, your oranges, try to get the whole, all the colors um, just to get more diversity of plants. Because when you're starting to fill up more with plants, you're not going to be craving like those big pieces of meat eventually. Um, the third thing is to get a buddy have fun with it. Um, it doesn't have to be this scary thing. You're not in timeout. Like this is a chance to kind of like start fresh and it's much easier to do with someone else. So for me, my buddy was Steve. We went plant-based at the same time together. So it was like so easy because we were able to like share our struggles with each other and, um, just have fun with it. And I mean, literally he just made (laughs) like three or four vegan cheeses right before I started recording this and uh he's super excited about it so it's it's fun to kind of try to do new things and to kind of like play you know play in the kitchen a little bit um and not only that you can keep each other accountable and you can kind of be each other's sounding boards when everyone else is telling you it's a bad idea um the fourth thing is to follow like credible people online so I love following, um, I'm act the, the gut health MD. I love him. Dr. Will B. He's actually going to be on the podcast next week, which I'm stoked about. Um, he's super credible information on the gut health, um, to follow credible bloggers, chefs, um, listen to good podcasts, things like that. Um, it's really fun to do this when you know that the recipes that you're making actually work. So (laughs) there's a lot of blogs out there that have really bad recipes. And, um, when I first started out blogging, my recipes sucked. (laughs) Like, like I'll look at my recipes and I'll be like, what was I even thinking? Um, but yeah, when you're first starting out, you just really want to make sure that the recipes that you're making are going to produce good results so that you're not getting really frustrated. So um, like Minimalist Bakers, one of my favorite ones, Two Spoons, she's awesome. Um, so I'll definitely like uh, Chef Claire Sharon Roberto. She's been on the podcast. Her recipes are really awesome. It's really important to 
get recipes that work. That's all I have to say. Because, like, even me, like, sometimes I'll just, like, get some random recipe off the internet of something I'm craving because I just don't want to, like, come up with one or I want to try somebody else's. And if it just, like, doesn't work, it's just so frustrating. So um, just try to find credible sources. And as always, like, if you're looking for recipes, head to my website. There's tons and tons of recipes on there. And then uh, the final thing is to just keep educating yourself. So uh, the thing that fuels me so much is the education I have around the subject, the education I have around around going plant-based and why it's so important. And, um, you know, when you really start to look at how animals are treated, what it's doing to the environment, like shit, the production of beef in the environment is atrocious. Like it's horrible. Like I can't even believe that it's legal. I can't even believe that this is like allowed. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So it's just like, Educate yourself is the best way to stay motivated. It's the best way to keep yourself from backtracking. Um, backtracking is inevitable in whenever you're making change. Um, so yeah, like I said, just have lots of compassion for yourself. This is the time where you can take your power back. You can help your family members take their power back and to really focus on strengthening your immune system and getting healthy losing weight if you need to lose weight, gaining weight if you need to gain weight. You know, like if you have heart problems, really try to cut down on your fat and your meat intake. Really, really, really just trying to um, do better for yourself and for the environment because, you know, we're all connected. And right now, especially with a scary ass pandemic going on, um, it's really, really, really important to to focus on yourself and your body and your family's health, right? Like these are things that we can focus on that we can not necessarily control because I don't like that word control, but it's something that we can adjust and it's something that we can work towards. And, um, you know, if like what I was talking about earlier in the beginning of this podcast, if you don't have like that thing that you want to do or you don't know how you want the future to look like or you don't know what hobby you want to have, like maybe your hobby could just be taking care of yourself. Maybe your hobby could be strengthening your immune system and, and, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe that money that you saved up to go on that trip this summer, you could use to buy a juicer and start juicing veggies. Oh my God. My juicer is like my best friend. (laughs) I love my juicer. Uh, we have a 32 ounce juice every single morning and it has been the best thing for my skin, for my, my digestion for my energy levels like I love 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 starting the day off with juice so um, just rearrange the way that you're thinking about things and uh, look at this time as an opportunity and tie an opportunity to go plant-based an opportunity to just try you know like what's gonna happen (laughs) like there's meat shortages um, I think we're all pretty aware of the effects of of meat on our bodies. If we're not, I'll link some podcasts here that are all science-backed that can really help get you more educated on the effects of meat on our bodies. Um, but, I mean, if anything, just do it for yourself. Do it for the environment and uh, do it for the animals. This is the time. Like, there's no more excuses, you know. And um, if you are on keto or whatever, there's ways to be plant-based and be keto. Um, But I think if more of us can just focus on eating the rainbow every single day and enjoying cooking and, you know, focusing on helping our family members get healthy, helping people who are less fortunate than us get access to fresh fruits and vegetables, 
we're going to live in a totally different looking world. You know, I think, I think our world in general needed a really big slap of compassion. And what this pandemic is doing is showing the humanity in each other. You know, it's, it's reminding us how much we need each other. It's reminding us how much we need nature, how much we need the environment, how much we need our house pets, you know, like how much I need my dog. Like this pandemic is reminding us of how important these things are and how, how compassion is really going to get us through this, like in, in every way. So yeah, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed my rant. Um, I hope I didn't piss anyone off with my little plant-based rant, but I'm pretty neutral on this podcast. I'm pretty neutral. Um, on my Instagram, I know that I have family members that aren't plant-based and they get frustrated with me when I post information about, you know, um, the way animals are treated or whatever, but I no longer want to feel, you know, silenced because this is just the truth. You know, I think we all have an amazing opportunity to heal ourselves. And for me, this plant-based journey started with healing myself you know, if, if this was three years ago and there was a global pandemic, I would be fucking terrified because my immune system was so compromised. I was in the hospital all the time. I was on tons of prescription pills. I was unable to work function. Like I, I was a mess. And, um, now though, like I, I feel okay. Like I just feel confident. I've I've taken such good care of my body that I know that I have, you know, I have the best defense system within my body right now. And like the best defense is like your greatest offense. Right. So, um, you know, take care of yourself and take care of the inside of your body and try to let that kind of win over cravings or over conditioning or over, you know, people's opinions on what you eat. Like none of it really matters. What matters is how you feel and really trying to be the best version of yourself so that you can really show up for everybody else and so that you can you can lead with compassion. Compassion for yourself, the world, and everyone that lives on it. So um, I hope you guys are you guys are doing good right now and um, I really wish you an amazing rest of your week and uh, if you have any questions about anything I just talked about if you want to go plant-based if you have a family member that you are really worried about um, I think I don't really expect everyone to go fully plant-based in any way but I think that if like I said, we can meet people where they're at and just really try to get them to eat more vitamins from whole food sources, more minerals from food sources. Um, You know, we're going to be able to really help the people that we love. So if you have someone that you really want to help, just send me an email at info at chefbay.kitchen and um, we'll come up with a plan together to get them to eat more fruits and veggies and not just eat more fruits and veggies, but actually really like it. You know, I think there's a big, a big stigma that like healthy food doesn't taste good. And that's bullshit because I'm eating better now than I ever have, like ever. Like I was eating the top notch French food for years. And now I feel so energized by the food I eat. The food is so good. It blows my mind and uh, foods never made more sense to me. And because I went to, I went to school for this and uh, even in school, even any restaurant I've ever worked for, food makes so much more sense now than it ever has. So yeah, you guys take back your power, get your why, get your ethics down, get a food diary 
and um, get a buddy because it's always so much more fun with a friend. So let me know if you have questions. And if you liked this episode, be sure to leave a comment, send to a friend and subscribe. Love you guys so much. Don't forget to eat your greens and I'll see you soon.